0: You're listening to The Adventures of.
1: Welcome, my children. Sit. Then everyone sits down.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Does that happen at the beginning of every Catholic Mass? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Interesting.
1: The ones that I remember, but that was from my childhood, I should say.
0: Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that was my second or third time ever being in a Catholic church. Yeah. Kind of being, in going back to to what we were talking about yesterday, Mm -hmm. you understand how Spiritual, you can be in a place like that, Absolutely. especially when you're looking at this. The acoustics in there, for one, are amazing. <laughs> it's a religious experience. The dude for was you? playing the shit out of that organ up yeah, there. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it's just this giant, cavernous sort of like experience, and there's all this imagery going on, and like you can just tell it's very. There's
1: a story on the walls. There's a story on the walls, mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, I don't know. It's very powerful imagery. The whole thing, the whole thing is just meant to be very. You're supposed to feel mm-hmm. while you're in there, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Everything from like baptismal font and like kind of cleansing yourself from the exterior world. Right. And you come into this like, yeah, incredible cavern. No, it's it's beautiful. I, I would like to visit more more religious sites around the world from various different religions because mm-hmm. I think each one carries that special sort of, it's like a somberness or a reflective energy, something. that That awe energy, that in awe energy that we talk about. Yeah. That you can experience in different ways, you know, at the top of a mountain. Yeah. Or you experience it in this, you know, beautiful cathedral.
0: And uh, Adventurers, if you're jumping in with us right now, uh, we're recording this in Savannah, Georgia. We are. Uh, Hannah's filming a movie. I am. Here next week. Can we talk about it?
1: Um, maybe not yet, but next by season two, mm-hmm. I will definitely talk about it. We'll let everybody know when it comes out. um yeah, but yeah,
0: it's an exciting story, but we're film or we're recording this, and she's filming. We're recording this <laughs> in historical Savannah, Georgia. I've never been here before.
1: What' do you think of it?
0: uh, it's awesome. Savannah's a really cool place uh it literally is a cousin to Charleston, for sure, except I think like I've said before, I was saying yesterday. Savannah has reser- preserved a lot more of its like history, it seems like mm-hmm. whether it be good or bad, there's still a lot of like historical like Charleston's very polished. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah seems like still kind of, I don't know, grittier, almost like it still has a lot of character, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. Charleston's just very clean. Yeah. Uh, it's like da- of- The downtown area anyway.
1: Right. It's been like the cleaned up version of, of history in a sense. But yeah, yeah. the way Savannah is. We- Charleston was always like that,
0: though. Right. You know.
1: Okay. Yeah, I guess there might be, there, there must be like more money in Charleston, I think, than, than Savannah, maybe. It's just a bigger city. Or yeah, it's a bigger city too, but yeah. we learned yesterday that Savannah was the first planned city in America. Yeah. It also used to be the capital of Georgia, which I think I, I knew that, oh, well, I don't know if capital, but it was- I don't know if it was it the It was the, the first main city yeah. in Georgia. Yeah. And that they, was the thing, they, they used to have 24 squares, like- gardens in yeah the like lotted
0: of... squares like grassy squares in mm-hmm. savannah
1: mm-hmm. now there's 22 but they're beautiful the especially that big forsyth park and so green and yeah all the trees all the trees yeah so the romantic. trees here are
0: gorgeous in savannah mm-hmm. anyway speaking of historical the last episode we talked about our last adventure was margaret knight yeah how cool was she?
1: So cool. I honestly, I saw a paper bag the other day and I just kind of like giggled to myself.
0: I keep thinking about her now every time I see one.
1: I keep thinking like we need to like reach out to Whole Foods and like inform them of this. Like do you
0: guys know?
1: Can you put her face on it?
0: Yeah. She Margaret Knight, what a cool, cool gal. Yes. Um, She's definitely somebody I would have liked to have shaken their hand.
1: Yeah, for sure. Hear of her other ideas. Uh-huh. Just sit and talk to me.
0: But her being the last adventurer, we have one last trivia question. We do. for this season. What was the trivia question? The trivia question was who received the first patent ever?
1: Christopher Columbus?
0: No, but we did say that it was around <laughs> that time. So okay. the first patent was in 1421.
1: Okay, 1421. Mm-hmm. Is it someone I've heard of?
0: Definitely not. Oh,
1: okay. Who is it?
0: <laughs> Filippo Brunelleschi. Maybe okay. you actually the name does sound familiar. Yeah, and I
1: think it's Brunelleschi.
0: Brunelleschi. Uh, maybe. They're Italian.
1: Brunelleschi. Yeah. Brunelleschi. I think it's Brunelleschi, Brunelleschi, and I think I have heard that name before, maybe.
0: Filippo Brunelleschi mm-hmm. received the first patent ever for an industrial invention that was granted in 1421 in Florence to the architect. The patent gave him a three-year monopoly on the manufacture of a barge with hoisting gear used to transport marble. Oh, wow. So it was the first time something like, like you know, like shipping docks now yeah. where they have those giant cranes that lift cargo mm-hmm. freights and stuff? Mm-hmm. That was his thing. Wow. He started that idea of, like, shipping and moving things with a giant crane. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: We've seen some of those cranes down by the, uh... Down by the river. Down by the river. At River Street in Savannah, Georgia.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're everywhere. Any sort of port city, there's going to be those cranes. And you can thank Filippo Brunelleschi Brunelleschi, for that.
1: Thank you, Filippo. Yeah. I call him Phil.
0: That's, I mean, naturally, that's I think mm-hmm. that's... You can't just call him Popo.
1: No, can't call him Popo.
0: Yeah. So, Adventures, this is our season wrap up. Mm-hmm. So, we're just going to kind of divulge and talk about the things that we learned this season. We have some interesting yeah. questions we're going to ask each other and sort of just digest and jump in.
1: I have to say, I have so deeply enjoyed learning something new every week about yeah. people and being inspired by them. Like, I mean, you and I both are always like, oh, let's Google it. Like, we always kind of seek out answers anyway. Mm-hmm. But to sort of witness someone yeah. each week. Like their lives and what they did and their time on this earth. It feels very special. Yeah. And I've just loved learning about all these fascinating humans or characters.
0: Well, I think the show was kind of bred out of the idea that we do Google things so much. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's such an invaluable resource. No matter what you think about the company, you can't go through your life not using Google.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, also, you, you shouldn't. Like, yeah. you can know. You yeah. can find the answer.
0: It's literally in the palm of your hands right now.
1: Right. Well, I know I've, I've said this to you before, too. And, and the work that I do is sort of vast, and, and I, I put my, I've got lots of irons on the fire for sure. Everything, almost everything I have learned in all of the work that I do is because of Google and then YouTube.
0: Yeah. Like. Oh, my God. YouTube as well. It's YouTube a whole is invaluable. Yeah, it really is. But, anyways, that being said, These are the adventures of Season Season One! All the people we've talked about this season, Mm -hmm. starting with Steve Irwin. Next up was Frida Kahlo, Ken Kesey. Love Ken Kesey. Mm -hmm. Dorothy Gale, Robert Smalls. What a guy. Sacagawea, Alexander Von Humboldt. Van Humby. Van Humby, our buddy. Shrek Wengari Mathai. Mm. Virginia Hall, Swan mm. Zong, mm. Milo Thatch, <laughs> Alexandra David Neal, <Neil, laughs> Free Nansen. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. That was your first episode. Mm-hmm. Balto, Zeno Warrior Princess. My queen. My queen. Miyamoto Musashi, Wilma Mankiller. Also my queen. Carl Sagan, my king. Mm-hmm. James Baldwin, mm-hmm. Polycarpa, Salavarietta. Great name. Hada Shawari, Aleister Crowley, Zhang Sao. Zorro, Leslie Jordan, Lena Richard, Edwin Forrest, Margaret E. Knight. Mm. That was quite the gambit for mm-hmm. our first season. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm really pleased with how those turned out. If I could go back, mm-hmm. though, I would want to redo Steve Irwin and Frida Kahlo's episode. Really? Yeah, Why? because I was listening back to them the other day, and we were just so... I'm not saying that we've learned. We have learned a lot we have. from we have what we have done over the sure. past season. For sure. So I think that's kind of why I would like to go back and redo, because we've changed our format entirely, <laughs> like our whole, like...
1: It's okay. You got to mm, learn. You got to try it in order to learn.
0: Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not I'm not taking away anything that we've done, because mm-hmm. I kind of like that as sort of slipshod, kind of like thrown together.
1: I wouldn't say any of this has just been thrown together, no, but that first, we've pivoted f- when for, we need to. Oh,
0: for sure. The first, like, three episodes are like, yeah, they're they're... They're baby deer in it, you know? They're baby deer in it. They were were baby deer in it, getting their legs under them and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to walk.
1: But we're like really cute
0: baby deers. Yeah. I will say, though, by episode five, though, Robert Mm -hmm. Small's episode, Mm -hmm. we did hit a great stride. You could tell that the show kind of transitioned from there.
1: Yeah, it did, for sure. For sure. I think that we... We also figured out like how how do each of us take up room in this space? Yeah. Like where do we come from? Mm-hmm. What feels balanced?
0: Yeah. How do we communicate via yeah. how we tell stories? Yeah.
1: And we've, we've grown as podcast hosts. For sure. We've also grown as people mm-hmm. because of learning from these people. Yeah. And as a couple. I mean, so many of these episodes as you are going through that list, I was thinking about when we had really great conversations because of these people like Carl Sagan we talked about being in awe and wonder when we have maybe fought after we recorded the episode Uh because like some like
0: Sacagawea was one that we definitely kind of like yeah I don't know what it was about that episode or after that episode I think I had painted a picture in my head of what I wanted the episode to go like and mm -hmm. it didn't and I got upset Mm -hmm. and honestly I don't even remember what happened
1: Well, I think and and we don't need to get too deep into it, but um, which is ironic me me saying that, but that Sacagawea episode really struck a chord with me as far as like women's rights and also like the horrible things that we have done to the native people in this Mm -hmm. country. And it it made me want to monologue. It made me want to get up on a soapbox and do something. Yeah. And and I think sitting here and talking about it, it, that is doing something. Talking about the injustices is doing something for sure. But it also like it kind of it took up a lot of space in the conversation where like it makes me think of like people who are sort of like social media social media justice fighters. Like they social just,
0: justice warriors.
1: Kind of, but like people who just share things on social media but they don't actually like donate to causes. They don't actually show up to Canvas. You know, they don't actually like physically go do the thing. And I'm I have like
0: no idea. I didn't know there was a word for that.
1: There's there is some term of like it's like a social media protester or something where like, yeah, I mean, of course you should share things on social media and inform people of stuff, but like right. also like go out into the streets. Don't go just do it something. from your couch. Right. F- yeah. And so when we recorded that episode, I was definitely in that mode of like, I'm just gonna talk about it and, and say things and like you know, just kind of sit here in my comfort comfort of our own home or actually I think we were we born. were at
0: the actress housing in Greenville.
1: Actress housing. Yeah. And while there's a place for that, it's also like I don't need to do all of my activism from sitting right here. Yeah,
0: we're not going to conquer the world today. No. Also, sure. I like I just wanted to talk about Sacagawea.
1: Yes. And that's also something too where we like kind of figure out how long do we go down a rabbit hole and then when do we come back?
0: Right. Well, in the Ken Kesey episode... <laughs> you said we were talking start- we were talking about the or no i think it might have been the saccadilly episode but we were talking about the tangent ban yes after <laughs> i am i am and you a- were like here comes the tangent exactly <laughs> like, i am fucking howling
1: i am a stream of consciousness i acknowledge yeah. this about myself i love that about myself i
0: love it about you too
1: and then sometimes Let's
0: i would like to catch myself and uh-huh. be
1: and be here now yeah
0: absolutely and we are here right now yeah yeah so to really kind of launch things off here, we're going to ask some questions and kind of reflect on the rest of the adventures that we talked about.
1: Yeah. So, Christopher, mm-hmm. who surprised you the most this season?
0: Who surprised me the most this season? Honestly, I don't know if, if we'll have, we might have the same answer, but Virginia mm. Hall mm. was one that really, yeah. really surprised the ever-living shit out of me.
1: Absolutely.
0: Next to that, probably Zhang Yi Mm-hmm. That one totally threw me for a loop. She was, I mean, being the first, one of the first female pirates, but also Chinese female pirates. You don't hear about those stories. No, you and, know? and
1: that she had like thousands of ships. Thou- she had a
0: whole naval fleet under her command. Yeah, that blew thousands me away. Of pirates. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: under her command, incredible.
0: And honestly, talking about, I know I'm, I'm kind of going off the rails here, but you're good, von Humboldt. Yeah. Surprised me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew he was sort of a catch-all scientist, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of a catch-all scientist he was. Yeah. That really blew me away.
1: Yeah. You can see you can see how his work and his one life has influenced so many different areas of what we know about the Earth.
0: hmm like, yeah. like,
1: just how much comes back to his work.
0: Yeah. How, yeah. All the research and the people asking him for advice in fields that he probably wasn't even, like, suited for. Yeah. He had a baseline knowledge, but he knew how to, like, talk to people about it.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Well, what uh, what about you?
1: I would say Robert Smalls was a big one. Mm. Um, I had never heard the story, uh, his story, and I didn't realize that that had even happened like during that time you know that that a black man had done that and and i just what an inspiration like yeah i think i was a clever man
0: yeah for sure and the fact that i'm from charleston and i never heard about this guy Mm -hmm. really kind of pissed me off a little bit yeah because like he did so much for that city yeah and just for the union and for that part of the war yeah i mean he was a fighter in the truest sense of the word. 100%. And he did so much for Charleston and so Charleston much. Harbor, even yeah. going all the way down to here in Savannah.
1: Yeah, so much. Yeah. Other than him, I mean, they all had different they all had something surprising about them. Mm-hmm. So maybe my other like, I mean, I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to choose. Uh I think Juan zong was also one that really surprised me Zhuang a lot. Zong was cool, yeah. The the the, the Journey that was his life, mm-hmm. and and how much of the Asian continent he touched. Yeah. Well, and um, the Buddhist scriptures wouldn't be it, the same without him. Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, hundred percent. Yeah. And, Huda Shawari. I think Huda was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really wild. She was a feminist before feminism was cool, and she she was a woman before her time.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. She was a rock star. Yeah. In a a time that didn't seem very, especially in that part of the world, Mm -hmm. there still is that oppression.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and to work to dismantle the harem, Mm -hmm. you know, tradition like that. In
0: a single physical movement.
1: Well, I think I think there were lots of different gatherings and things that led up to that, that she worked on sure yeah they contributed yeah. to it and then also that one action of removing her veil yeah yeah th- that really affected so many people and unfortunately was... her work is still very needed today mm-hmm. but no I, th- I think she was definitely one too yeah how about who were you the most inspired by
0: um i think without a doubt carl sagan i was gonna say yeah without a <laughs> doubt man hands down that episode yeah really kind of I don't know why, how, I don't know how I got there. Mm-hmm. I think it was just from the heady stuff that we were talking about. Yeah. But even doing the research, I was really having sort of like a physical reaction mm. to all of this mystery of life stuff. Mm-hmm. And what really got to me about that researching Carl Sagan was how he was able to digest it and feed it back so eloquently, yeah, and peacefully. If that's a, a way to put that, mm. it was just he made it digestible for everybody else and he also wasn't afraid to handle big questions that none of us will maybe ever have the answer to. Yeah. But to put things into perspective, I think, was what really got to me about him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about you? The most inspired by, I mean, again, I was inspired by all of them in different ways, but honestly, probably Sacagawea or Virginia Hall.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: I think I was, I'm just so inspired by those two women who were constantly, I don't know, just like put down and, and maybe they just went through a lot of struggle, but they found, they still found like some sort of fulfillment in their life and they kind of made the best of what they had.
0: Well, they also had a shawari too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, they performed when the stakes couldn't be higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Sacagawea was literally crossing an unexplored part of the country Mm -hmm. up a river with 39 other men Mm -hmm. being the only female also with a child Mm -hmm. holy shit Mm -hmm. dude Mm -hmm. i honestly i thoroughly enjoyed learning about her too Mm -hmm. in virginia hall yeah that's about as legendary as it gets yeah a woman with a wooden leg Mm -hmm. being a spy for the u.s and the british forces you can't get any fucking cooler than that you can't get any more
1: badass yeah absolutely and i mean uh, th- this has always been the case but james baldwin as well
0: oh yeah i think for james sure.
1: baldwin is is one of the most inspiring people to me yeah um who would you want to have dinner with
0: Who would i want to have dinner with mm-hmm. can there be molded more than one at this dinner party
1: let's say it's a four top
0: a four top yep, okay so you pick three people i like it are we in a booth sure okay great give you a little privacy diner style yeah yeah great
1: (laughs) yes imagine it is a diner with like good food but like cheap
0: food Mm, you know mm -hmm. I would want to think about this for a second (laughs) I would want Ken Kesey yep Robert Smalls Mm. Milo Thatch
2: Mm. that's it
1: because you're the other fourth
0: and then I want Leslie Jordan to pull up a chair. (laughs)
1: I love that answer. Yeah, that's what I want. That's a great that's answer. That's the dinner party I want. That is a great answer. Go
0: ahead, give me give me what you give me your thoughts.
1: Um I want I want Steve Irwin.
0: For sure, dude. Good I want call. Steve
1: Irwin. I want Alexander von Humboldt. Mm. I want oh, this is so hard. I want Virginia Hall.
0: We can cross-pollinate too. Like we yeah. can share lists here.
1: I want William uh, Wilma, Mankiller.
0: Mm. And so what you had, Steve Irwin, Alexander von Humby, Woman yeah, man killer, I'm a man killer, Virginia Hall.
1: I've gotten four already.
0: That's a, that's a five top.
1: Um, I want to embarrass you in the middle of the restaurant and pull up another table so I can have more people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I
2: want.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do it, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and Leslie Jordan, I Leslie would have Jordan loved to sure. have spent time with Leslie Jordan as well, Absolutely. but I mean really any of them, James Baldwin, I would love, you know, honestly though, if I were to have dinner with James Baldwin, I would just want to have dinner with James
0: Baldwin. Like, I yeah, that just seems like a very intimate conversation that, yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: Or maybe it'd be interesting actually to think about who would be an interesting, maybe James Baldwin and Carl Sagan.
0: Together? Together. That would be cool.
1: That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is like a mix and match. I mean, I feel like all of these people in a room together would be like
1: awesome. Fucking crazy. Awesome. That's my heaven. Um,
0: who would you not want to meet in a dark alley?
1: Well, I mean, not to be completely obvious, but Musashi.
0: Yeah, for sure. Miyamoto yeah. Musashi. Absolutely. Yeah. But he seemed very like, I know he was a warrior and he killed people, but like, he was never the one to like seek a fight. Sure. Mm-hmm. He was already top dog, so people were coming to him. Yeah. You know? I,
1: I would say my other answer but maybe be Edwin Forrest. Because he'd probably Forrest, make yeah. up some sort of ridiculous tale about what happened in that dark alley. Yeah, I would agree. That would be like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm sorry. No, Nota. Yeah. Yeah, I push matata.
0: Him. Yeah, maybe and Zorro.
1: You wanna want to meet Zoro in a dark alley? I would
0: want to meet Zoro hundred percent. But I don't know <laughs> if I would want to like see this cloaked figure sure. in a dark alley sure, sure, sure. wielding a sword. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I wouldn't want.
1: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense.
0: I'd want to meet <laughs> Balto in a dark alley.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I actually don't want to meet Trek in a dark alley. Oh, hell no, dude. I want to meet Shrek in a well-lit area. <laughs> that's right. That'd be scary as <laughs> shit. For our first meeting, at least. This is the part where you run away. <laughs> All right, this is my maybe my favorite question. Okay. Who would you want to go on a date with?
0: Mm, like romantic date? Yes. Oh, boy. Frida Kahlo or Margaret Knight? Mm, Real talk.
2: Okay. <laughs> Why? Real talk.
0: There's something about Frida Kahlo that's very like intriguing about her. Like She's mm-hmm. sort of mysterious, kind of like the dark brooding, sort of artist, struggling artist kind of thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Margaret Knight, I think I just, I admire her brain. Mm-hmm. The way she sees things working. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Wangari. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go on a date with Wangari. Yeah. She seems like really sweet. Like Wangari would be the one you'd bring home to mom. Yeah. You know? For
1: sure. We're not going to do it, but if we were to play Fuck, Mary Kill, she would be the Mary. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Without a doubt.
0: Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Steve Irwin. Stevie,
1: bye. 100%. He would, would treat me right, and we would have so much fun.
0: Go on a date with Steve Irwin? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You guys would probably end up wrestling like snakes or something or crocodiles at the end of no, it. No,
1: no, no, no. The snakes are not allowed at the date, but um, <laughs> other other animals would be allowed. Yeah. Um, or uh, <laughs> just because I think it would just be kind of hot, Zorro. <laughs> I get it. You know?
0: Totally get it, dude. I
1: told you how much I was attracted to, to Antonio Banderas. Oh, like, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. He's still a fox. He's a fox. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't blame you there. I don't blame you at all. All right. This is a fun one. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick first on the kickball team?
1: Zena, um, She Ooh. would play hard and fast and dirty.
0: That's a... <laughs> yeah. Do you want that? Those are yes. very sportsmanlike.
1: Oh, I want to win. You know how yeah. competitive I get. That's fair. Yeah. I, I never think that I'm competitive until I'm in the game. Honestly, like we were bowling the other day.
0: That's I was true. like, whatever,
1: it's fine. We're bo- It's bowling. Like, I don't really care. And then uh, we're like, everybody's like getting points and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to be better than I am.
0: Yeah, you crushed it, though. You did great. No, I
1: didn't. I was yeah. the lowest.
0: No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, I
1: scored the lowest.
0: Did you? Yeah. I don't remember that. Zena's <laughs> a great choice, though. How about you? Steve Irwin. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Cause he's fiery. He's like quick, you know, and like he loves sports too. Yeah. So yeah, he loves cricket. He loves rugby. So he's not afraid to like throw down if he needs to.
1: Sure, it's a, it's a fair point. That's a Who fair would be point.
0: next? Who would be your number two pick
1: on the kickball team? Yeah, Leslie Jordan. Because we would have so much a fabulous time.
0: <laughs> yeah, he would be cheerleading on the side. He of would the, be our uh, cheerleader. Uh huh. Yes, he'd be the the rallier.
1: Oh, for sure. Who, how about you?
0: My number two. Well, go ahead.
1: Well, no, I actually was going to change my answer. Yeah, go ahead. The person that I do not want to meet in a dark alley is Aleister Crowley.
0: Oh, that's actually yeah. yeah that yeah. is yeah, the person yeah, yeah. I do
1: not want to meet in a dark alley. Yeah, I would agree. He 100%. would do weird things in a dark alley.
0: Shooting up heroin or something. There would be the blood front. around him, Ugh. and I
1: wouldn't know where it came from.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know yeah, I'm i 100% agree yeah. with you. Sorry,
1: so I, I just went back to that.
0: No no no, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I honestly forgot about him for a second. It's pushing him out of my brain because he's so fucking scary.
1: Right. But your your second pick on the kickball team?
0: The second pick on the kickball team would probably be Shrek.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. Because he's got a leg on him. Yeah, you know? yeah, for so sure. So he's going to
0: rocket that thing out into left field. Yeah. And me and Stevie are just rounding the bases. Yeah.
1: He also has a competitive spirit.
0: For sure. Yeah. 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 I love that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, also a great
1: question. Who do you think that we need in this day and time?
0: mm Aside from all of them, I know,
1: and and I do think that we should maybe pick like just two.
0: Yeah, much. yeah. I I think I want to stick. I'm going to stick with maybe one. Okay. Um, Ken Kesey.
1: Mm. Why do you say that?
0: Because his message is almost even more relevant today mm. than it was back then. The message of we're all here for the same thing. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how to talk to each other, mm. and. Our country right now has never felt more divided, I think. I mean, I don't know. Like, during this time, like, the Vietnam War was going on. Like, there was so much divide in the country. And they were just on the tail end of World War II. So, it was, like, one war into another. The country had no idea who they were. Like, Mm -hmm. this country has gone through such an identity crisis in the past 200 years. It's like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. But Ken Kesey... I think his message of like just trying to talk to each other, dropping a little acid, you know? Mm -hmm. Just opening your mind to different ideals and ways of thinking. We don't have to agree on everything, but you can't be afraid to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that message, for me, is still very, very prevalent.
1: Yeah. Not to get too much down a tangent train, but... Here um, comes the tangents! Here come the tangents! But I do think... Our country is large. And then when you look at Europe, instead of states, they have countries. Yeah. I am surprised that we are almost like still kind of, quote unquote, forcing ourselves to stay as one huge country. Yeah. Like, because there are such different philosophies and and mentalities across the country. I also am proud of us for that. I want us to stay as one united country. I think that is... That it's what makes us stronger is what makes us stronger yeah. accepting all these different you know perspectives and people from different backgrounds that is that is the country I was taught that existed mm-hmm. accepting people from different backgrounds into Absolutely. our country yeah and now as we've grown up I've seen that that's not the case that's people not don't. this country yeah
0: people don't think like that no and yeah. the history
1: of this country is not that the history no. of this country is a civil war mm-hmm. is two sides fighting each other and not being able to agree
0: from the beginning
1: from the beginning yeah also not accepting the people that are in it yeah in various different ways oppressing people that are in it in various different ways and i think that we need to reckon with the past that we have but also the people that we are because i do believe that everyone wants safety everyone wants this country to succeed Mm -hmm. so how can we reduce fear that some people have of each other how can we reduce oppression that some people have for each other yeah. i don't know i mean these are big big questions we going to get into but all that to say yeah like there's there is an interest we're in an interesting time definitely and so for my answer i would say i mean there's honestly there's three people on this list that i think we need sure, and give it's them. hard for me to not say all three yeah go for it i think that we desperately need um james baldwin
0: yeah for sure yeah definitely still I think
1: he was a man before his time yeah. and if he were alive today the work that he could do would be incredible mm-hmm. um i think that thankfully his words live on yeah Hara Shawari. i think the world needs her today yeah but also women in this country for sure yeah and then i would say woman well, man killer definitely i think her ability to also rally people to yeah. a cause yeah and make life better for native people as well as women mm-hmm. was incredible um and we need someone like that today as yeah. well yeah
0: Absolutely. I would agree 100% with that.
1: And there's a lot more people on this list, too. I mean, I think Robert Smalls could also do some really great work today, too. Oh, fuck yeah. But, yeah, it's just, that's what I think.
0: No, I agree with that. I think it's a great, those are great choices for sure. All people that, like, gave a shit and spoke passionately about what they were trying to fight for. 100%. But also not, like, being violent about it or, like, being overly aggressive to the point. It was simple acts of- Resistance. Resistance.
1: To oppression. Correct. Mm Mm-hmm. The oppression is where the violence comes from. Yeah. The resistance is not where it comes from.
0: Yeah. Who do you think would win in a pie eating contest? <laughs>
1: to bring us all the way back up again. Uh-huh. Uh, a pie eating contest? Shrek.
0: Oh, for sure. Shrek I didn't would even, crush. I didn't even think about that when I was coming up with that question.
1: Shrek would crush. Shrek
0: would crush. I think a close second, though, mm-hmm. would either be Balto or Robert Smalls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> i don't know why
0: I, balto for sure because he's a doggo and doggo's you know they'll fucking eat anything the hurted tummy well if it didn't hurt him or end up killing him then balto for sure
1: you know though actually who i would like to be in a piety contest opposite uh-huh free jeff nansen because I feel like he'd be so intense about it yeah, that he would try yeah. so hard to win, <laughs> for and sure. I would take my time. I would be the tortoise. Yeah, I would just slowly eat my pies, mm-hmm. and he would try and eat too many pies all at once, and I would win because yeah. I would take my time.
0: Yeah, and it all gets stuck <laughs> in his just, mustache and like. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That look in his eyes just do so. Do these come frozen?
1: Intense, yeah. Do these come frozen? Yeah. I like to chew my
0: pie. Yeah, Frieda Finan's gonna be. A, that would be a fun one.
1: Yeah. Who would you want to make a movie about, or if you could play any of these people in a movie, who would you want to play?
0: Mm. I would. So I would love to make a movie about Steve Irwin.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, or Ken Kesey for that matter. Mm -hmm. Who would I? Honestly, all of them. Yeah, I would love to make a movie about (laughs) all of these people. Sure. But who would I want to play? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I would honestly love to play Edwin Forrest.
2: Yeah. In a film.
0: Or Milo Thatch in like yeah. a live, I said, that, I said mm-hmm. that in the episode, but a live adaptation of Milo Thatch. Hit me up, Disney. That'd be really cute. I'm your guy. I'm, I'm skinny. I'm scrawny. I look good in glasses. <laughs> I love adventuring. So.
1: There's something very sassy about that right now. Um, <laughs>
0: well, what about you? Who would you want to make a movie about?
1: I would want
2: to.
0: Or I if mean, you could play it. Kind
1: of answer. my answer would be about all of them, but I would want to make a movie about Wangari Mathai.
0: Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to make a movie about oh her life. Oh my gosh, yeah, for I w- sure. I think that
1: would be really incredible. Yeah. Or Alexander Von Humby.
0: You know, I'm honestly surprised that there hasn't been one yet. hmm Maybe there has. There
1: has, but it has. it's not like a very well-known mm, story. I was looking it up the other day, and I can't remember who's in it, but-
0: That would be a fun story. That would be a fun story. Yeah.
1: Um, I would want to play Virginia Hall.
0: Oh, for sure. My answer has not changed. I can see that. I would love th- that yeah, I would I would see you play that for sure. That'd be great. Yeah.
1: All right. So also a good one. What is a common thread that you see in all of our
0: adventurers? A common thread. Mm-hmm. Tenaciousness. Mm. I think for sure. Um between most of them anyway. Uh, I should say a resolve. Mm. Like I, I see a resolve in all of them.
1: That's so interesting. I wonder, and and this is just me like contemplating what their lives were actually like it's like do we see do you see resolve in them because you see their story after the fact like packaged up and done because mm. i wonder if they did have the resolve i'm sure like that's a good point you know uh jung yi sao had moments where she was shaking in her boots i'm oh, sure, sure that they like, all did yeah musashi had moments of deep deep self doubt that mm-hmm. then manifested in him like you know kind of becoming more of a introspect but um introspective person so you know i, I wonder I don't, I don't discredit what you're saying, but I also wonder like what that looked like in their lives.
0: Maybe that wasn't the full, maybe the resolve only came when they were faced with adversity Mm. because I feel like, I mean, that becomes a true testament to who you are when you're faced with the pressures of, I mean, like Robert Smalls, for example. Oh,
1: resolve for sure.
0: Resolve for sure. I mean, Sacagawea, Alexander von Humboldt. I mean, fucking even Aleister Crowley to a certain extent, you know, like Mm -hmm. all of these people, I feel. Alexander David Neal. Alexandra David Neal. Yeah. I mean, especially her. She was told yeah. she couldn't do something. Yeah. And then she traveled all of fucking Eastern Asia. Yeah. Being a Buddhist and living the life that she wanted to live. Yeah. And I feel like that is probably a big portion of what these people have. They all wanted to live the life that they wanted. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. The status quo was not enough no a typical life was not enough no yeah that that would probably be my common thread is that they all sought more they sought progress they sought personal development
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know some of them probably more self-aware than others like balto but like you know (laughs) most of the people in this the people i should say and and the characters too had a deep fire in them yeah like, I would love to go back and look at their birthdays again and see how many of them were like Scorpios or Capricorns. You know what I mean? Oh, like, for sure.
0: Carl Sagan was a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Just like, I, I, and then also like how many of them were like Tauruses, you know, how many of them were like the grounding were. person in their lives.
0: Oh, Leslie Jordan was a Taurus. Leslie
1: Le- Jordan was a Taurus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that, which is also kind of makes me love him more because I can, I can see that he did so much good and, and so much, um, he brought so much depth and, yeah grounding to people when he was just like let's just sit here and laugh let's, let's just, just kind be of goofballs be goofballs yeah. yeah that lines up yeah so no I, I think that having that deep fire for pursuing your truth making a life that's your own mm-hmm. and then also i really think that the 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 thread for me for all of these people and characters is listening to their curiosity definitely following their stream of consciousness
0: yeah yeah seeing where it takes them and yeah yeah, kind of being, and also living in circumstances that are out of their control. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. like adjusting to those things, the variables in our lives that don't make any sense, mm-hmm. and just going for the ride.
1: Mm-hmm. What of all of that? Could do you think you could use more of
0: that? That adjusting to the variables mm-hmm. that are completely out of my control. Mm. I'm not saying that I try to have dominion over like the things in my life, but. Mm-hmm. Because there is so much out of my hands as far as, like, my creative capacities and, like, you know, my job stuff. Like, there's so much that fluctuates and a lot of of things in my life currently fluctuate. And I never used to be... I'm more okay with it now than I think I was... If you had asked me this two years ago, I would have been like, I, I can't do this. I can't be the freelancer. I can't, like, live in a world where I don't control sort of the things around my life. Mm. But I am sort of leaning into it more. Mm. You and are taking leaning into taking it. more dominion yeah. over my life. But what about you?
1: I love that answer. Thanks. I think for me it would be you know honestly like my my first uh when you just turn that back on me, my first like gut instinct was to like pick my path, like pick the thing that I want to dive deeper into. But then my second thought, and sort of like kind of to uh, you know, Zhuang Zong's credit, is listening to maybe my higher self
2: Mm -hmm. and saying
1: like I'm I'm never gonna be that kind of person. I'm I'm not someone who's going to research something all the way through to the end of it to find out how it works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be someone who starts a lot of new things and gets yeah. them built and and is a driver, is an instigator of new, of adventure, of development. And and I will see things through for sure, but I am someone who likes variety. And yeah. I like sort of putting my... Like having many ir- irons in the fire being mm-hmm. m- that my work is diverse you know I am an actor I'm also a visual artist I'm also a consultant and there are probably other things in my future that I will get into businesses that I will run hopefully you know have some sort of horseback riding teach horseback riding and having people come out that you know come and ride and stuff like there are lots of things i want to do throughout my life and so my second thought was just trust who you are Mm. and i think a lot of these people did that too a lot of these people did have a lot of various things they were into and you sort of look at like all the different stuff free joff nansen got involved in yeah or all the different um ways that uh shawari changed lives for women um, life for women like it wasn't just like i'm just gonna you know take off my veil and like wear what i want that wasn't the only path she pursued mm-hmm. it was it was that it was let's bring people together to share ideas it was let's write policy let's start an organization it all had a through line for her but she also had variety in the things that she did same thing with woman Killer. Mm-hmm. so i would say <clears throat> yeah i think the thing i'm going to take away from all of these incredible people is trusting that my path is my own I like variety and I want to be involved in various things throughout my life and not worrying so much about being some sort of expert rather than like, yeah, being a trailblazer.
0: Just by the nature of doing the thing, you will sort of inevitably become an expert.
1: Well, because sometimes I feel like I'm searching for the thing that I'm going to be known
0: for. Yeah, I think a lot you of know? us are. Um, yeah, a lot of us are looking for that thing, you know.
1: What's my...
0: What's my thing? Thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for lack of a better word or phrase, but all of these people, though, I think they were just thrown into a circumstance that they had to rise to the occasion Mm -hmm. to meet. And by doing so, they became a name. And it's not even just that they started these things. It was just the way life kind of was thrown at them. They did the most they could with it yeah and
1: they follow their passions, yeah and maybe that is the best the best way of saying mm-hmm. what I was trying to say is just follow my passions no I mean, you Plural. said it
0: I think how you said it was personal to you, mm-hmm. you know, I think generally, like they all were just sort of given this card, played it, and mm-hmm. figured out what to do with it afterwards, you know, yeah, I think our first season here, though, the scope of the people we talked about, I'm oh. very proud of like yeah. Who we decided to Inventors,
1: pirates, gardeners, Mm -hmm. social organizers, scientists.
0: Political commentators. Political commentators, actors. Mm -hmm. I think one thing too though, kind of going back to what we were just saying. Spies. (laughs) I can't forget spies. Maybe they want you to forget about that. (laughs) Going back though to what we were just saying, I think on the opposite end of that spectrum though was Margaret Knight sort of being quieter in her resolve to change the world again it wasn't that she had to do all of these big things Mm -hmm. nobody told her to make a paper bag or to make it better Mm -hmm. that was probably the last thing people were thinking about it's not about the size of your contribution it's that you contributed you absolutely that you made it count yeah despite all things no matter how big how small is it you made it count Mm mm-hmm And I think that's something I want to take away from this season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I also think that everyone on this list, almost everyone that that falls under what we're talking about here, it never seemed to me like they were out to change the world. They were just out to do a lot of good in their community, in their sphere, where Mm. they were, where their two feet were were planted. Yeah. Create progress, um, encourage progress.
0: Should say, we should say the majority. The people majority on this list, yeah. of people on this list, Edwin yeah. Forrest probably wasn't being like. I mean, well, he that, to, to be fair though to him, he was looking out for other actors.
1: He was. He did eventually. I mean, yes, his his goal at the end of his life was to support other actors, which is where the 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 house for actors came from, and then eventually yeah. those two theaters, like the yeah. Eugene O'Neill Theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because now and like these days i'm selling such an old person these days we're all connected to the entire world all the time through our phones and our computers and so there i think there is like i mean i experience it this pressure to change the world yeah but why don't i just focus on affecting positive change in my community mm-hmm. on our street yeah you know like in our neighborhood yeah that's the most i could hope for
0: we've we've run the gambit with uh who we wanted to talk about this season. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention Lena Richard once in this episode, but I mm-hmm. think she deserves a special shout-out. because, Damn, I'm still thinking about gumbo. <laughs> that we've not had any yet. And it honestly feels like a travesty at this point.
1: You want to get you some gumbo today?
0: If we find some. Okay. I might just.
1: We're in Savannah. We can figure that out.
0: Sure. T- to sort of round it all out here, everything is done in its own sweet time. Mm-hmm. And... These people found a way to strike when the iron was hot mm-hmm. and they saw opportunities to capitalize on their own lives mm-hmm. and not just for the sake of themselves but for everybody else. Mm-hmm. or the people that were in their circles, like to your point earlier, serve your community mm-hmm. and it'll serve you back. Mm-hmm. you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: Adventurers, I hope, we hope that through listening to these episodes, Um, maybe you have found some kind of inspiration or at the very least you've thought about people that you've not thought about before and you're like, oh wow, that's a really cool life. Mm -hmm. Maybe something in there is something you could take away and use in your own day to day. You know, history is not meant to be repeated but inevitably it does come back and figuring out how people lived through those times in a modern society, these people right now would be completely different. Which is really interesting to think about, maybe. too. I mean, maybe. I think they would still have their same resolve. I'd be curious about that. But yeah. like how they would live in a modern society, I think would be a really interesting thought experiment. But yeah. um, generally, the takeaway we would want for this show is just to kind of like have these discussions and conversations about people and lives and...
1: Let them inspire you.
0: Yeah, viewpoints for that matter. Mm-hmm. We are all in this together. Mm-hmm. Despite what the... Current political social commentary is: we are going to get through this one way or another, and we don't leave this place unscathed. Mm-hmm. And if we can try to figure out a way to make it even remotely easier for everybody, then we'll fucking get through this because mm-hmm. we don't leave this place alive.
1: <laughs> no, indeed we don't.
0: Well, last question here. Okay, what are you most looking forward to next season?
1: Um, there's a couple people I didn't get to talk to about, talk about this season. Mm-hmm. Very excited about talking about them specifically one in particular, because I didn't like end up just sort of with how we, how the, the order of the show went trying to kind of talk about men and women and, you know, characters and stuff. I didn't get a chance to talk about him, but he is also one of the central characters in this movie that I'm working on right now. Mm, so I'm very mm-hmm. excited to bring him up next season and talk about him.
0: So you're going to talk about him? Yeah. I wanted to talk about him. We're going to fight about this later. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I would agree. There's there's a lot of people in this list, and I've made mention of it throughout the episodes, but...
1: Oh, you're talking about someone else, because there's another there's another guy in this movie that you want to talk about, but there's another guy in this movie that I want to talk
0: about. Oh, uh, okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about two different people. Two different people. Great, okay.
1: <laughs> there's lots of people still to lots talk about. Lots of people about. to talk
0: about, and I love how oh. generally vague we're being right yeah. now mm-hmm. to not mm-hmm. tell each other, but also the listener. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Like I said, calling audibles on people throughout the uh, throughout the season, like there are so many people that I have moved around in my own list mm-hmm. to sort of placate. To like, like Robert Smalls was at the front of the line after my mother sent him to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this fucking guy has to be talked about this season. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. So I moved so many people around. My my Google spreadsheet right now is a hot mess. <laughs> I really got to organize that thing. But looking forward to talking about more people more mm-hmm. interesting lives next season mm-hmm. and adventurers we'll go ahead and say too i think we're going to return on at the end of february yes february 27th is going to be our season two season two launch date Woo-hoo! we're going to take some time off and yeah like kind of enjoy ourselves and also do some planning to do some planning yeah and kind of get things going together
1: we're going to put a patreon together put a so patreon keep an together, eye out for that
0: keep an eye out And guys, while we're in this interim, please share an episode. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends, you know, there's a whole season of catalog now that people can go back and listen to. Mm -hmm. Get your people send them an episode, send them something Mm -hmm. they might be interested in.
1: And if I may, maybe go sit down with someone in your family or in your friend circle or in your community and ask them what's their true north. Yeah. We can learn a lot from each other.
0: I know that takes a lot of courage to do. Yeah. And if you feel like you have the gumption to do so, you should. Yeah. Definitely. Somebody outside of yourself, outside of your family, outside of... Go connect. Go connect.
1: Connect with someone who isn't here anymore. Connect with someone who is here. Connect with yourself. It's it's really powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. And by mm-hmm. feeding that, you will inevitably feed yourself.
1: And it is a big adventure.
0: It is a very big adventure. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep on trucking.
1: Yeah. Go find some adventures this uh, this winter. Be yeah. safe. Enjoy your holidays. Travel travel go see some folks yeah find a new little adventure maybe in the town that you live in yeah
0: even? find a local like a new local spot yeah you know make your own everything's an adventure who knows everything's an adventure mm-hmm. but just to recap before we go mm-hmm. next season we'll start February 27th mm-hmm. we're gonna come back in full force mm-hmm. Hannah will be starting the season oh am I you are I thought we talked about this but you surprise surprise you are starting the next season okay I'm ready and again until next time mm-hmm. find your adventure don't let anyone stop you mm-hmm. never Go stop find an adventure never stop yourself yeah to your true north
1: to bye. your true north bye bye, bye.